0: this show is brought to you by you at patreon.com slash core show support us today that's patreon.com slash core show (laughs) did it happen again where bo got kicked right as i started it what is that about
1: is it a coincidence, or is Bo just like, well, starting the show? Time to—he's got to he's gotta be fooling with us. But what? I I'm here. What was that? I
2: told you last week. I muted. <laughs> When you start, usually when we used to do core with the music that a lot of people have reached out on me, Twitter, say they miss, by the way. Well, of course they miss uh, don't it. Don't worry, we're working on something. Yeah, there's but, something coming. Uh, uh I usually mute the microphone just so I don't accidentally say something while the intro goes on and interrupt you. But yeah. late, the past two weeks, Discord has just ejected me from the call the second <laughs> the show starts. So as soon as you, okay, so that's not you hitting uh, end or get out by accident. It's me doing this. See me- it's it's working now. So that kicks me. The first time I press that on a call, it apparently kicks me. (laughs) So I have to make sure to do that first.
0: That's good stuff. All right. Look, we'll take whatever we can get. Uh, And if that means Bo Schwartz has to reconnect, we'll take that too. Uh, Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Core. This is Core, episode 166. It is March 6th, 2019. I'm really weirded out by these headphones. They're freaking me out. Uh, Let me tell you a quick story. So... Uh, These are gaming headphones that I'm wearing right now. If you're watching live or seeing the YouTube video, you can see these. Um, Mm -hmm. They're bigger and more bulky than my normal.
1: uh, These things. Here, let me pull these up. They got an X on them. That's how you know they're gaming. These
0: are my normal headphones that I use for sort of monitoring and making shows and stuff. They're not fancy or expensive. These are like less than 20 bucks Sony stereo headphones. They just do the job and... I have to admit, I treat them kind of poorly. Sometimes they fall on the floor. I had The studio floor in here is a hard floor. It's a it's a floor built on top of a cement flooring, so it's not the softest surface, and I've dropped this probably two dozen times. Well, today, <laughs> this morning, as I was getting ready for uh, my morning show, I dropped it, and it made a horrible clatter sound, and I went to put them on, and only one ear works properly. The other one just sounds all garbly and fuzzy, and I would like now to demonstrate what it sounds like inside of this. Okay, so if you had, if you have a baby at home, I could send you this, uh, and it'd be like a rattle. So check this out. Hear that? Oh. Now this side doesn't have it. That's just normal. This side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you a quality you look for in a headphone nope
2: you should give that to your uh your third arm
0: yeah so i was thinking my You're baby third arm on my next. shoulder exactly uh so i got new ones coming they'll be here tomorrow and everything's fine and they're cheaper than they used to be they're only 14 now so kind of uh oh, yeah they're just sort of replaceable it's not that big a deal but this sounds funny so if i i don't know if i sound weird tonight or feel like i'm trying to emphasize words or something it's because the My own voice comes through is so different here, and I'm just not used to it. So, anyway, there's that. What a fun way to start a podcast. People are just tuning in left and right to me talking about my dumb headphones. So, instead, (laughs) let's talk about what's old is new again with our good friends, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger and myself, Scott Johnson, who I did not introduce at the beginning of the show. That's fine. It is fine. They know who we are. We We were still here, though. We just slide into this thing like a – like a – like a pair like of pants. A pair of pants. Thank you. It was going to go bad like a, and you fixed, you solved my problem for me. Thank you. Like a hollow zucchini. That's even, ooh. All right. That's even. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <That's... laughs> what?
1: Nope. I thought about it too much. Nope. Yeah. Why is it a hollow zucchini? Why don't, would it be hollow? Don't.
2: <laughs> you can't slip into it if there's the zucchini still in there. Oh, oh, you're slipping, not,
0: you're, the object slipping <laughs> into something isn't the zucchini. You're slipping into the zucchini.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like a sleeve. Like, you know, a banana sleeve. You ever oh, seen those things? No.
0: But for what? For like okay. your wiener? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no! That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, alright. I just mean
2: that, you know, it's a good place to slip into. So. Alright, well, we've gone there now. I didn't think too much about it, about what I was saying.
1: I did <laughs> think too much about it. I know, clearly you did. Yeah. Scott decided to venture further. Yeah, John
0: thought plenty about it, if you know what I mean. Scott ventures forth. Uh, I had a lot more headroom in this camera shot. Sorry, I had a lot of tweaking going on today. Anyway, <laughs> I've been tweaking all day, man. All right, so check this out. Uh, Bo actually put this topic in here, but I have been thinking about this, and so it was kind of like crazy happenstance that you put this in here. But uh, games come and games go. They get launched. Sometimes it's a big deal. You know, there's a whole lot of freak out about, uh, uh, what do you call it there, Uh, the one we just stopped playing. Uh, Not Apex, the other one. Uh, the one that no, the one that needs to be better and it isn't. And Anthem. Anthem. Gosh, dang it, dude. Anthem. I already forgot about Anthem. That's how bad it is. <laughs> you know that game, that old game. Yeah, the old that's game the, of Anthem not work right. It's not very good. Uh, yeah, Anthem's got all kinds of problems. But when Anthem came out, you know, we were pretty excited about that. And when a new game comes out, you get excited. I get excited. I like I like new games. I like waiting for dates when they're going to arrive. I like pinpointing down on a calendar where that's going to happen to me it's like waiting for the final season of uh game of thrones or whatever you know it's just something to anticipate and get excited for but a lot of times what i find happens is those launch days come and whether i buy the game or not sometimes i'm just like in there for a bit and then it gets pushed off for a while and let's say this is 2015 that i do that and then all of a sudden in 2019 I'll be digging through my library and go oh that and suddenly I'm all about that game and I'm playing it constantly and that's all I want to do and that happened to Bo this week with Darkest Dungeon which came out in full in 2016 was in early access before that and now you're playing with all the expansions and improvements and all of that you could say that it takes three years for a game like that to patch itself and upgrade itself and DLC itself up to the the ultimate version of itself. And in the face of an upcoming sequel, uh, how does that game hold up? I mean, we're now, that's like almost three years on. Like, how I how mean, is
2: Darkest Dungeons it, for you now? It could have been released yesterday. Like, I think that's part of the point of the whole retro and indie game movement and pixel art and stuff like that, is to say, like, games... I mean, we we definitely appreciate the pushing of technology for a high fidelity game, but there's much more to a game than 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 that, than whatever technology it's pushing or appearance that it is. Like at the end of the day, a game is a game. Right. And and it benefits from more time in the cooker and more time massaging it and more time people playing it. Like games generally are better. The the older the game you're playing that's as fun that's fun to you uh unabashedly fun to you the better the game probably is yeah
0: i think i agree with that but can you tell me this specifically about darkest dungeon and its current state sure that i find that I game mean, br- brutal i find it so brutal that i can play it and appreciate it and and um i really uh, there's so much to appreciate about darkest dungeon but I, it's so brutal and so mean-spirited. It wants to kill yeah. me constantly yeah. and wants to destroy my life and makes me makes me want to go into dark, horrible places and then have my people freaking wig out on me and get us all killed. I mm-hmm. can only take so much of that. Has it evolved to the point where can I craft a game that's just a little
2: less dire? Then that no, c- it's for it, no. Deactivate all the DLC if you want an easier time. Don't play the DLC. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> the the com- the, com- the comparison I would make to how the DLC, DLC functions is like Civilization. The X packs don't extend or shorten the game. They just add more game during the game you already were playing. You know, you get religion, right? or you get. I think in Civ Six now, there's like more world events and natural disasters and and global warming Mm -hmm. sure so there it just adds more vectors uh more spaces you have to study and basically that's what darkest dungeons is an exercise in is study like the point of dying is to be like why did my guys die here there's this guy the fanatic Mm -hmm. and the first time i met him i actually killed him but i lost two of my dudes and the second time i met him Uh he killed my whole team. Figure I'd do better the second time (laughs) and I did worse. And what's great about the fanatic is when you meet him, there's no music. You know, usually there's boss music, even in that game, and it's intense. It's just people screaming for like 20 minutes. And I was streaming it, and all the people in the chat were like, Yeah, I just muted the stream. We'll we'll turn the stream back on. (laughs) (laughs) It's just people screaming shrilly in the background. It's great. But anyways, yes, it's it's every bit as brutal as it was. I think but I think what I like about that game in particular is it rewards study. I mean if you study the game, I mean if you can go online, look things up or you learn things from your mistakes. I've done both. Um then you get smarter at it and then you get to be able to beat it and understand what you did wrong and how you can beat it and the game is really good at once you master it you get more, you know, as your guys level up, you have to take on harder challenges, they won't do easy challenges and then there's new new reasons for your dudes to die that you have to figure out so but it's it's fun i think that i think the point is that this is a game that's in 2016 mm. and it's fun today uh, it, it could have you know i'm as excited to play it as if it launched yesterday in fact uh, a philosophical way to look at it is that it did launch for me the game the day that i decided to start playing it again uh and and that's kind of where my head's been at right and i've been playing witcher 3 lately that's a three-year-old game i see you've been at your nose in witcher 3 a lot this week yeah um four years old that one and and part of it is dear listeners as you join us on this journey of core beta I'm, i'm very used to when i look up news and follow things it's heroes of the storm but as the weeks have gone on i'm like oh what's what's going on in the PC gaming world that I was very busy and missed that uh, I want to look into before we start the show. And it's it's always like just news about what games are launching. Right. <laughs> and like, you know, the, the games are exciting because they just launched and they're popular or they're coming out. And I'm like, man, gaming news is really boring. And when, it, when you boil it down, I'm like, like just, just the dearth of like news sites because they got to get clicks and that's, you know, their whole business. But sure. like there actually aren't A lot of interesting conversations happening on these sites, I find. Yeah. Um, because it's 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 drowned out by a new release every week. Well, that's our job, or part of it is our job. To snook in to to snook in here. That's not a word.
0: To sneak in here. Snook? What the hell am I saying? Snook. Wasn't he a Jedi or a Sith? Anyway, you sneak in here and you have a discussion. (laughs) Snooky. Oh yeah, Snook. Uh, you have a conversation about a game in this way I think is a very valuable thing and it is actually kind of hard to find. I mean, there, there are a lot of great gaming shows out there. Uh, our hope during this beta process is to suss out what our uh, favorite way to do that is and I think we're finding it. Um, I just realized though there's going to be some people here and us talking about Darkest Dungeon in this way and they have no idea what that thing is. And so sure. in short, it's like a uh, turn-based, team-based Like you take a crew out with you and fight in dungeons and you have all the abilities you're used to in a turn-based RPG. Uh, A lot of stuff is familiar in that regard. And you have orders uh, or you have rounds and you have what order you're going to fight in. And some of your abilities may determine uh, a change in that order depending on whether you use it or not. And then you've got, of course, offensive abilities and buffs and debuffs and all that stuff. On the surface, it sounds like a straight turn-based RPG. But when you get in there, you realize it's not that. I mean, it is that, but there's this layer of insanity strapped to this freaking game that's supposed to make you uh, either, you're either going to love that as a system or you're going to, well, I don't know, maybe there's more granularity here, but I find that I love it until I don't. Like I just want, I get in there and I just go, oh my gosh, this game wants to kill me. It just wants to kill me. It wants to ruin my day. And, and I know that it's good. I know that it's good at it and that it's good uh, at being what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And hats off to those guys for making this freaking hard thing. But man, I don't know how you do it. Actually, I do know how you do it because I know you appreciate game systems in a way that You know, I think is a cut above. The
2: the big selling point, because you could just say it's a turn-based RPG, and I assume most people would know what that means. Divinity 2, whatever, it's side-scrolling. Each of your party takes turns, each of the enemy takes turns. It's a Final Fantasy game. I mean, basically. Uh, The big selling point is that the game doesn't not only try to kill you through HP death, but through stress. Right. So, when when there's low torchlight, because it's called Darkest Dungeon, or when characters the enemy characters decide not to hurt you with damage, but hurt you psychologically or you suffer stress. And then if you get too stressed out, you have a nervous breakdown or sometimes you become super powerful, but most of the time you have a nervous breakdown of some kind. (laughs) And then when you get a nervous breakdown, you start stressing out your teammates. So it starts getting worse and worse. Like all of a sudden your guy will be like, I'm not taking my turn. Because you guys got this because he's got a selfish trait because he's stressed and he's expressing it through selfishness or he'll just whack his own teammates and when he does that your guys get all stressed out too and when they get fully stressed out they have a heart attack yeah so heart attack might not kill them but it brings them to zero hp where the next blow kills them and they are dead forever and it's fun it's terrifying it's fun when you're like uh oh uh oh my whole team is just like, they're losing their minds. They're psychologically going nuts. Like, they can't take it. They're beating everything, but the sheer horror of everything that they're going through is stressing them out. And as human, I can relate because it's not always getting hit by the car. It's the stress of running from cars that, that'll get you.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, John, you, you're you an Iron Man XCOM player once in a while, not always. But you'll, you understand this idea of loss and permanence yeah. and
1: all that, right? Sort of. Uh, I am a notorious, so Darkest Dungeon I'm a little afraid to get into, because I'm a huge fan of XCOM, uh, I'm a big fan of strategy RPGs in general, I really like the Fire Emblem series, mm. uh, which again, it they've gotten to where you can select different modes, but traditionally in Fire Emblem, you've got these characters, if they die, they're dead, they're out of the story, they're out of the game, Right. Uh, and when I play them, I always say, yes, that's what I want, I want permadeath. Mm -hmm. And then if someone dies, I reload the battle and I try again until I get a perfect run. (laughs) And for some reason, and they have now said, look, we understand that you're out there. We understand that this is the kind of player you are. Here's a mode where we don't have permadeath. I don't enable it. I still go with the no. If they die, it's permanent. Yeah. But heaven forbid they die. I'll reload the save and do the entire battle. I'll spend another 45 minutes on this map making it perfect.
2: You you can reload the save?
1: In... And Fire Emblem you can, although you can turn that off too. Uh, oh, if you okay. want to go okay. with a real brutal difficulty, you can they have a term that for that, well. you know.
2: What's the term? They have a pejorative term for that.
1: What is it's it? It's called save scumming. Yes. Well Does oh make, that has a term I
0: didn't know how to term.
1: That's, yeah, I'm I'm a dirty save scummer. Save scumming
2: is when things go wrong in the in the map you're on or whatever and you reload because you're like, I didn't do it right.
1: Well, the the catch is, is in a lot of games, you can save scum to where it's like, ah that turn didn't go well. I'll go back to the, you know, I'll go back two turns and try again Um, for Fire Emblem. It's always you have to do the entire battle again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's it's kind of back to square one. But anyway, for that reason, I'm afraid of Darkest Dungeon because I know I'm going to have to come to terms with the fact that these people are going to die and I have to be okay with that now unlike
2: saving the game you get one save and that's it yeah you embark no no option right no easy mode with an option to save the
1: way unlike fire emblem darkest dungeon is not also a dating sim so i don't have to be (laughs) way more concerned about what my troops are getting up to necessarily
0: right i mean there is the stuff back home how they how they recuperate and become better for the next run out to the dungeons but beau's right you leave town and that's your I mean that's effectively a save but not really even really like once you leave town there's no going back there's no going oh I'll go back to my last save your guys die they're dead there's no going back to before they were dead like it's a it's brutal now you can recruit new dudes and do all of that sort of stuff but if you've got a favorite favorite frontline tanky dude with a sword and he bites it in the butthole
2: forget it he's gone he's dead it's not so bad when they're new and low level but once you lose your level five dudes yeah you've spent like lots of money and investment on you that's you're back to recruiting some noob and the way that the way the game challenges you is that the different challenge tiers you can't take high level dudes into low level areas to power low level dudes up right and you've got a limited amount of people on your roster meaning you can end up in situations where you're really boned because you don't have enough options. So you've got to methodically manage your roster and all of their sanity and curing them and having enough money to do it. Most of the time, you do not have enough money to do everything you want to do. So you have to make choices based on opportunity cost. You have to live with the fact that, hey, your highwayman has rabies. But if you spend money on curing rabies, then you don't get to go on a mission fully equipped. So he's just going to live with rabies. Yeah, And,
1: yeah. and I think I go. might be able to get around this The only part where it would fall apart is if I was trying so hard to get my highwayman and my houndmaster to hook up, and I had put a lot of time and effort into this thing, and just as their romance was about to blossom, one of them perished. I couldn't couldn't live with that. Wow. That's when it. That's when I would have to go into save scum territory. I
2: hope part two has a relationship. Uh, Wouldn't
1: it be it. good, though? It mm. would because be fun.
2: What would happen in that game is they're in love, and then their partner dies on an expedition, and the one you have left also suffers huge penalties because of the PTSD from his tragic life. Oh, you've, you've struck on so. I hope they're listening. They should have had the system See, in. See, I yeah. knew this
1: would work because while I don't have the Darkest Dungeon reference, as you talked about someone having rabies, I was like... What if in Fire Emblem you could get rabies? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can, can also get uh,
1: the <laughs> other one.
2: You can get is syphilis, which is hilarious.
1: Now, see, and and that's uh yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. I you think it's even, time to combine these genres.
2: Sometimes you're searching a corpse for loot, and you come out with syphilis in the darkest dungeon. That's we're we gonna awesome. do. Let's
0: well, see. that was a thing in uh, what was that a game? Oh, um, uh, Rogue Legacy had an, uh, had stuff like
2: that. So yeah. when your your guy was born,
0: we talked about this last week, I
2: think we may have yeah, yeah he could be colorblind, or I think one of them was he has vertigo, so he played the whole level <laughs> upside down.
0: Yeah, yeah, you
1: just didn't pick that. Some of these children didn't get to adventure. never. No. Uh,
0: no, some of them were like, <laughs> yeah, we were very discriminatory against the less abled, I noticed yeah, in that game for sure. Uh, I'm
1: nearsighted, then you're not going <laughs> you're near not the dungeon. Cold, <laughs> I hope you picked up a second skill.
0: Yeah, there was a there was some of that going on, discrimination of its uh of of a video game style. But anyway, uh, this is uh, it's an interesting thing though to see you dive in like this, in a game that's not getting headlines, that isn't the number one Twitch streamed game, that isn't the hot talk or the big business or the any of that. It's this small, independent thing with some systems that appeal to you that took three years for you to really glom onto. And I know you you know you played it before. But yeah, I did. I there's something it. special um, right now going on with it. And I think that's great. I feel like as gamers, we need to embrace this kind of thinking and be for less, me, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: it was Fallout 3. I yep. hated Fallout 3 when it first came out. Really? I was actually extremely disappointed in that game. I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. And I went on and played other things. I didn't get into Fallout 3 until it had been out for a year. Wow. And I think that was like starting into their DLC cycle at that point. And then something about it just clicked a year later, and I was like, oh my gosh, this game is fantastic. And then it was in time for all that DLC to come out, although I still got to see the really dumb ending before they fixed it.
0: Oh, thank goodness.
1: Fixed it. (laughs) Spoilers for Fallout 3, because I just need to get this off my chest. Uh, Fallout 3, you get a companion right near the end of the game. Like second to last mission of the game, you get a brand new companion. Yeah. And he's a super mutant. Yeah. And the whole thing that makes him so great and the first thing you do with him is send him into a room of radiation to turn a thing off so you can get through. Wow. Then the final mission, there's a room full of radiation and you have to go in and input a code. So I thought I was real smart and I turned to my super mutant friend and I was like, buddy. And he goes, this is your destiny. And I went, <laughs> what? What? This is what I got you for. Yeah, but no, They made you go in there yourself and die. Yeah. You die at the end of Fallout three to radiation sickness <laughs> while a super mutant that's immune to it watches you through a glass window going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they redid the ending so they could put DLC at the end of the game because they I guess they were like, whoops, we killed the main character are bad. And then the story gets pissed at you for figuring it out uh freaking ron uh what's Pearl, his name pearlman that's it i wanted to ron call it burgundy that wasn't right ron burgundy
0: uh, pearlman yeah
1: he uh he comes on and goes the vault dweller uh didn't have the stomach to face his own destiny so he sent others to go do his work for him it was like You're gonna get mad at me because I figured out a way around your dumb little puzzle a year later. Yeah, oh my gosh, I'm still super mad. I can tell (laughs) this this goes deep. Yeah, Yeah, this isn't
0: this never left you, is what it just doesn't
1: make sense. They give them to you right before that mission. It's not like you're not gonna be thinking about it. It
2: sounds like what really set you off was the passive aggressive message from the Bethesda developers to the players through Ron Perlman.
1: Yeah, they used Ron (laughs) Perlman to try to be like, you. Dummy. Figured out our puzzle.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you're so smart. Damn, right? damn,
0: so damn you,
2: damn you, Hellboy. You thought to yourself,
1: but that's like,
2: sorry, just, uh, but that that that's like a, a good example of, I don't know, like, so one of the things that I've been looking at more of are like game reviews, mm-hmm. and you know, as heroes players, the history very sensitive to the idea of reviews and things launching right like uh, heroes got 6.5 when it launched and like it was later re-reviewed by that same publication uh Mm -hmm. ign got a better review and i'm just like why is why are game launch like obviously it's a marketplace and that's a time to generate hype and purchases i'm sure there's a business acumen but like the only time uh, at least as far as pc gaming goes that like a launch should be really important least in my history is when you also had to go out and buy new equipment because your computer wouldn't run it <laughs> like it warranted that much discussion and hype because this thing was going to be so exciting that you had to buy new gear because yeah you won't be able to run the old stuff Sure, right, right otherwise you know it's like eh. i just think like and this is the thing i was thinking it's like we do have a culture of reviews i mean you go and watch sit and watch a movie for two hours you form some opinions you like that you didn't whatever the games are meant to be reflected upon after months or years like their game like i don't think anybody forms a truly good opinion about a video game having played it for 48 hours over the weekend after launch or something like that you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's just really difficult and the games suffer because of it and the whole apex legends thing is kind of rolls into this cuz it's the reverse suffering hmm. it's like it's really good <laughs> i'm just right. like
1: yeah I f- but i feel dude. like reviews are there to tell you if you should buy it on day 1 but that's not what we use reviews for. You right. know, it's sort of like it's like recount in World of Warcraft. It's there to make you better at playing the game. But yeah. that's not what anybody uses it for. They use it to decide whether or not they kick you from the raid or to give you a metric as to whether they yell at you or not. And that's what it gets used for. I feel like that's what a review's there for, because, you know, sixty dollars to some is a lot of money to go plop down on a game assuming it's a full price game and a a review can help somebody decide if that's worthwhile or not. But ultimately I agree with you. The amount of times I've liked a game more when I came to it later, um, is probably just as high as when I, how I felt about it when I was in at the beginning and part of the zeitgeist.
0: Sure. Mm -hmm. I feel that way about, um, uh, well, I don't know this one. I've loved every time I play it, but I keep going back to invisible ink another 2015 game. Starting, by the way, to think that 2015 was a really good year for video games. But anyway, yeah. um, I returned to a lot of games that were made that year. And uh, Invisible Inc. is just always there for me when I need my fix. Uh, a little XCOM, a little roguelike, a little spy genre, a little, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not quite Splinter Cell, but there's some of that in there. A little bit of cyberpunk thrown in. And... And I, I think it's more fun every time I pick it up. Like I'll And I'll spend a hard couple of weeks just going wham, wham, wham into that game. And it might be that run, I'll just play it on the iPad. The next run, I'll have it on my PC again. It's kind of all over the place. And um, very easy to pick up and play and very easy to set up a game and just go. And I I don't know why we've been so conditioned to think that we're supposed to live big release to big release. I think maybe we're entering a period in gaming in general. This is kind of philosophical and who knows if, if we're right about this, but maybe we're entering a new phase where we can slow down a little bit. Uh, it'll be like film, you know, when they were making silent films, they were just one after the other. You didn't sit around thinking about how good the last one was. You're just like, well, let's make more, let's make more, let's make more. And gaming's followed a, an interesting kind of similar trajectory and we're past that now, I, th- I think, I, or at least we're to the point now that there's such a breadth of content that there's no way you could consume it all on day one of any one release day, anyway. So yeah. So now instead we we can, and also stuff in 2015 for 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 the record looks amazing still. Like we're still we that that technology thing has evened out. So we're not. It's not like this anymore where this game is here and six months later this game is here visually or technically. They're like a little more flat, and, and I used to worry about that. I thought, oh, no, where will the innovation come from? And I think I was wrong, because there's plenty of innovation happening, and you don't look at something from 2015 and go, man, that's some old, old and busted garbage. Like, they still hold up. It still looks good. So, I
1: blame M. Night Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear this. How, why? What did he do? What's his deal? Oh,
1: well, uh, so if you think back to before movies like The Sixth Sense, people would always do this. This was the conversation. Oh, did you see X movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's so good. And there's these crazy fights. So much stuff goes on. Oh, this one fight. You know what? I don't want to ruin it for you. Go see it. All of a sudden, Sixth Sense comes out. And now everybody's afraid of spoilers. And now all you hear is, hey, did you see X movie yet? No, don't spoil it for me. And that's what you get right out of the gate conversation-wise. No spoilers. No spoilers. Mm. I can't have spoilers. Mm. Nobody trusts that you're not going to jump in and spoil the entire thing for you, that you're going to jump in and somehow ruin their experience permanently by telling them the action's pretty good. And I think, I genuinely kind of believe this. Some of this is for fun, but I I kind of think this is true. We have now embraced this non-spoiler culture to a degree where people are so afraid that they're going to be spoiled of something that's honestly, probably honest to God, trivial that they have to be on that cutting edge. They have to be a part of it when it comes out and when it's new and it's fresh and it's exciting because heaven forbid they learn something before they encountered it naturally over the course of the cycle. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they have to be on that front line because otherwise they might get spoiled. Did you play final fantasy seven?
0: Back in the day, uh, yeah.
1: No, I I started with eight. Oh, I, I didn't start you with eight, with, but that's when I got I played
2: it and didn't like it at all. <laughs> because the, the I mean I don't know, there's something special about those surprises. Uh, so spoilers for Final Fantasy VII. I think it's we're past the point. Yeah, Aerith Aerith dies, <laughs> and that like that was touching to me when that happens. Yeah. When that happened, and I would hate for someone to tell me that.
0: Yeah. Well of
3: course. Sure, I think but that the was idea before. Was that
1: people, but people respected it more. Like people wouldn't go up to I mean, some people would. The rule is always don't be a jerk to other people. But you know, in general, the world didn't devolve into chaos because we weren't saying no spoilers, no spoilers. Most of the time, people didn't want to ruin the big surprise. They right. wanted to see someone's reaction when they found out the surprise. And I think that's still ultimately true. We just now have gotten to the point where we do the quick, no spoilers, as if there's just spoiler monsters about to just jump out and tell you anywhere you go.
2: I don't know. I I think there are spoiler monsters out there. You know what happened to me? I can give you a perfect example. Okay, I I was I was not interested in Game of Thrones. You know, Uh, season two came around season three. So I finally started watching it. And I met my job at the time. And I'm telling people I watched that first episode. And I was like, oh, man. It's really good. I was going blah blah blah. Episode one. This is amazing. I can't wait to watch the second one. Actually, it was so such a good first episode. And another coworker walks in, says, "Oh, you guys talking about Game of Thrones?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I finally started watching it. Don't you hate how Edward Stark died? And I was like, "No!" <laughs> in the elevator, like it was, it was. <laughs> I was mad at that person forever. I mean, not forever, but you know, like. I, I remember it to this day. You it's a real pisser when it just happens in casual conversation that someone just drops the bomb because they didn't think before they speak. And we all are guilty of doing that. It's human oh, yeah. nature. I've done so it. that's why you're like, I know you're really good about it, but you might be having an off day. So don't talk about the thing that I haven't seen yet. No Captain Marvel spoilers. Don't say it, Don't say it, Don't say it. You know, like, I, I'm sorry, John, but I think, I think you're leaning too close to the dark side. This one i don't know
1: No, you're on the dark side for <laughs> sure i already knew Bo and i strongly disagree on spoilers and this is one i'll have scott's backing on because i know he and i agree on this yeah i don't think things getting spoiled for you is as bad as most people
2: think. no i
1: think you can enjoy game of thrones knowing all the details of game it would
2: have been way better had i not known because i'm but good see, at suspending my disbelief you
1: can't prove that it would be better and i can't prove that it wouldn't be better yeah can, it's always because... going to be the personal bias
2: I yeah. I can because when Aerith died in Final Fantasy VII, I remember feeling touched,
3: uh-huh. and when I
2: saw it happen to John Sh- John Bean Sean Bean, <laughs> I was like, oh I, oh, I expected this. I had no emotional resonance, and that's all the difference in the world uh, to the enjoyment. Yeah, at least for me say the, I, not I everyone can say the consumes, same
1: thing though i can but say you that. have to
2: understand that not everyone consumes media or approaches the things that they enjoy in the same way so that may be true for you
3: right. but it's
2: not true for everybody else right. you may be yeah. like i don't even understand how you think that way because that's
1: exactly feel- what i'm saying though that's why this conversation will never go anywhere because but you can't say that you can't say for me
2: you can't say M Night Shyamalan ruined things.
1: Oh, I can.
2: Because he's ruined he a lot. Of things. He made a beautiful movie <laughs> with a wonderful twist, and I'm glad that he's making movies, even if they're not all the best. You know, like it's better with him in it than him not having made movies. I mean, I I'm glad he made. The I, I agree with that part of it for sure. But there's also
0: some actual science that shows that uh, spoilers don't in some cases enhances some experiences which is a whole different topic and we could go on for days about it but people should look up some of that because it's interesting it challenges your own bias and I'm not saying Bo's totally wrong here by any stretch but there is a there is some evidence to show that the actual part of us that is consuming an interesting story if something like Eddard Stark dies in the first book and I'm saying this out loud now because, guys, that book came out in the 90s, okay? Everyone just go read it now. You've had your time. You've had your time. But the point is, like, when you when you hear somebody drops that or you just read it by accident, you your brain is actually like, ooh, I really want to know the journey that got to that. I don't know how we even get there. How is that even possible that he ends up dying? It's actually a thing that prompts you to want more, to consume it more. The difference is Bo had a jackass in a elevator do it for him it's always yeah, some much. jackass if it's not a if there's no jackass in the equation it's not that bad
2: like if I, don't, I, I don't think she intended it i just think she misread the situation let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say it was just a human mistake right she ruined a life <laughs> and i hope she still feels is filled with guilt about it she should but but you know you know she's not a terrible person no she's okay i wouldn't just because of the content, just in case this gets back to whoever, not a jackass. right? And but...
1: for the record, because I can already see the chat dividing lines on spoilers versus non-spoilers coming up, I am by no means condoning people go out there and just start spoiling everything for everybody. All I'm saying is that there was a happy little time where we knew to try not to spoil things for people, and on the other side, those people that didn't like spoilers weren't so freaking paranoid crazy that they started squawking spoilers at you the second you started talking about any movie you saw. Yeah. This time could happen again. We could bring it back. All it takes is one side to be respectful and one side to stop being so annoying.
0: Yeah yeah there's something to that i think i agree with that i hate the non-spoiler uh thing where everyone's constantly paranoid well part of it's the internet the internet sucks so welcome to the internet (laughs) it sucks i mean that's part of it too for sure right well it's an interesting conversation i would love to know feedback wise from Mm -hmm. listeners what are the games that you're surprised you're still picking up and playing three four years later that you just discovered um i know that because I was streaming The Witcher the other day. Uh, I can't remember his name, but somebody who was watching live had never played the game, so he ran out and grabbed it and bought all the DLC, and he says he loves it, and he can't figure out how he missed this. And I was surprised, too. I just thought it was the most commonly known thing that The Witcher was this badass, maybe greatest RPG of all time, But it's, but, you know, some people haven't discovered it yet. So, you know, that made me feel really good that somebody got to do that. And I'll tell you what, it must feel really good I mean, John, I remember talking to you about this at the time. It must feel really good for people in 2019 who have got a good machine, decent video card for today, you know, that may struggle with the latest uh, Battlefield game or something and have to tone things down a little, or they tried to run Anthem and it's not quite up to spec or whatever, but they throw in The Witcher and you're ready to roll at 4K and 60 frames. Like, you're ready to go maximum ultra on everything. And that must feel so good to people mm-hmm. who are just discovering it. And it also just looks insanely good still. So I personally, I'm going to try to not get caught up in my own assumptions about what it means to be cutting edge in this in our gaming space and and not think ba- poorly upon myself for dipping back. Like there's some games where you never feel bad about that. you in the mood for Diablo, you go play it. You don't think, oh, 2012, how am I doing this? You just play it. Right. So exactly. So what's the difference? Exactly. Well, the difference is, well, part of it is Blizzard's known for that, and or at least they were. Let's see how they are in the future. But they're known for, you know, supporting the thing forever, and it's always playable, and it's being patched. And, you know, there's there's reasons there. But, but mostly it's like, I just want to play the thing I really like, and I'm going to go do that right now. And I want to feel that way more about other games, bigger games, more diverse games, small games, whatever, all games. So... We don't have to all live in this constantly looking at our watch, wondering where the Apex Legends freaking Battle Pass is. Is it out? Is it out? Is it out? I mean, you can do that if you want to. But calm down. Play a little dungeon, uh, uh, Darkest Dungeon. Wonder why your uh, doctor in the back with the freaking uh, bird beak face died so quickly and he had a total panic attack and stabbed the guy behind him wonder about that for a while
2: you 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 can go to the graveyard and it'll tell you why they died so exactly Is it the graveyard chat room's um, talking about chrono trigger
0: replays john you might like that because it's he i know you think it's your greatest video game you ever played or something it's
2: It's a good video game a real good video game. yeah it is pretty good good. anyway uh but uh yeah the other thing i wanted to say i wanted to say it too in the context of i think Probably how at least I'm going to approach games for what we do here, yeah. Because Metro, I just replayed the first two Metros. I'm good. I don't need to play Exodus, so I'm not going to. Even though I'm like I'm super excited for Metro Exodus, I'm not like gonna buy it till it's on sale or till I feel like playing it. There's just no point in getting it till I feel like getting it. So interesting. Yeah.
0: So yeah. there's a good example. You think that I wonder if going back through a game's pre not prequels but the ones that came before and they're now in the shadow of the big new release of the series you you kind of did the opposite like you kind of did this with mortal kombat i don't know how excited you are for 11 but you were playing 10 like a I'm week stoked.
2: ago 10 is great i just discovered it like a yeah a couple months or a month ago maybe right i i I, but i think i i think i agree with you and i'm not i started playing no man's sky a year in or two years in finally i'm looking forward to getting back to it i need a vacation before i'll play that game well that
0: game is that game is really good so much better than it was at launch you were the smart one to wait the rest of us were all cutting edge can't wait to get it we believe the hype and we were wrong to do that we should have let it bake in the oven and do what it had to do and we would have had a much better initial uh, reaction to that game but yeah it's in wow. great shape now so
1: here's a interesting philosophical thought for you gents at the end of this discussion what's that we've spent a good deal of time talking about how nice it is to not be cutting edge and you don't have to be part of the get in there right away and do it but let's even take a look at No Man's Sky and say, without those people, without those brave, bold trailblazers that were willing to buy the game early and give money up front to try something that was clearly not really meant for primetime, would they have had the money or the belief to make it into the good game that we like today? I'm just saying it takes both to yeah. exist.
0: No, you're right. You need your early adopters. Not even early adopters. You just need your... you need Look, if I want to get if I want to buy music from bands I like, a whole bunch of psychos need to go stand in line and be in the rain and go to their concert, which I don't want to do. Yeah. Mm. They make all their money from tours these days. So keep you guys keep going out there, keep throwing your panties on the stage, men and women. I don't care who you are. All of them. All of you. And and I'll keep getting their music in a in a comfortable chair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's what we're gonna do. That's a good one. All right, we're gonna talk about Heroes of the Storm. What? Yeah. Okay, so they did a Heroes AMA, and as many of you know, this current beta version of the show sprung from our uh, entire focus on Heroes, which we don't really have anymore, but. We did say when significant or interesting things happen within the space of Heroes of the Storm that we would return to it and talk about it. So, Bo, you did the most looking and reading. I've seen highlights, but do you want to kind of break down the hot the hot spots and why yeah, this the hot, is good? It's because
2: it was an AMA, but it wasn't anything too earth shattering for, you know, the larger gaming spectrum. But uh, for Heroes players, uh, so that Team League combination of Hero League and Team League matched into one ranked queue is coming soon think it might even be the next ranked season, but I wasn't able to find language that said they that. kept
1: saying that they're going to do a preseason. Was... Is what I read. Cool. They kept saying yeah. the phrase preseason, and apparently, it's been just long enough that I don't know what that means anymore.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, I think it might just be like a faux season, right? Like a period of time.
1: Oh, so it's not officially ranked. They're going to do just what is a. Preseason before, the so I, I
2: there's a lot of questions and I kind of hazy on it because I kind of wasn't super interested in the details on this. But they're merging the two queues, so there's a lot of questions like, how are you mer- merging my MMR and how do the two go together? So if there is a preseason, which is a detail I missed, it's probably to sort stuff like that out because yeah. the M, you know, your Hero League M, like I know mine is is high plat, low diamond, and in Team League it's like low plat, so. Which MMR do I get? Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> I obviously want the higher one. I think everyone wants just the higher one,
1: right?
2: But I think there's something to be said for some players who rank high in in different mode. Like, you don't think anyone's asking? Out, so. You don't think anyone's asking for the lower one?
1: <laughs> I would. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. No
2: one is asking for the lower one. No, I, um, I agree. So, with So. Uh, so, some of the news that, that came along with that pushing it together. Then, um, this is actually a new detail: when you queue up for your ranked games, actually, I think maybe any draft, you're going to be able to pick your preferred roles, which is great. Mm. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's something I've wanted for the longest time. You're not you're not stuck picking those roles, so it's like you you. But there'll be on-splay communication saying you pick support and assassin. So when you get into the draft screen, other players will see you'll play support or assassin without having to do the typing and doing the negotiating unless everyone queues as all specialists and then the real talking has to begin. But um, I think they're also moving to free pick. There's no draft order anymore. So that's also going to be part of it. So I think this is a good quality of life change. That's it's just, it's really exciting because then now I can queue and say, I'll play support or assassin. Right. Uh, and are we going to, are they going to have those new,
0: uh, you may have said this, but yes, gonna, those new so. roles are going to be there. Like not these I old ones. Said
2: this. Starting with the first rank season. Mm-hmm. So maybe not the preseason. Uh, it was specified. The new role system will be also included in the game. So we're talking you know, tanks, healers, ranged assassins, melee assassins, uh, bruisers, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the other one.
2: I can't remember what the sixth one is. Uh, bru- um, bruisers,
0: assassins. I don't tanks,
2: remember bruisers, melee assassins, ranged assassins, healers, and support. Sup- I think it's healers. support. And support. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Your tassadar's right. or whatever.
0: There's yeah.
1: definitely those. Although tassadar are going to get changed.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the other big thing is that they mentioned they're we're going to rework. Don't know exactly what that means, but Tassadar to become more of a, a offensive spellcaster dude and not a support. Ooh, I know what like. it
1: means because I played in the alpha.
2: Yeah. I'm
0: okay. so
1: excited for this.
2: Me too. I but He
0: he would... Time to dust off our him.
1: Yeah. Church of Tassadar <laughs> is back open. That's right. Bring your... People kind of forgot about it when his son Artanis came to uh, Earth for a while, but now...
0: Wait a minute. Am I that stupid? I didn't know that they were related. Are they really They're son not and father? Actually related, okay.
1: No. <laughs> I was like,
0: I miss that bit of lore where Tassadar was in the waiting room, waiting Adopted for son. Yeah, waiting for Lassadar to birth their son.
1: He has my eyes. Do you think when Tassadar was born, mouth.
0: when he was born, do you think he went zoom, zoom, and then back in? <laughs> you know what I mean? Would we'll just never stay out.
1: He, he dashed out and then. <laughs> Or he'd, sw- he'd
0: swap himself with the doctor and she she died because a giant doctor was in her vagina. Oh, my god! I know. You're talking
2: about Artanis, not Tassadar.
0: You know, no, we're talking about both. Well,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Ta- oh, we, okay.
0: A little yeah. bit of both here. Anyway. Okay. I like
3: that
1: that's the part that Bo's <laughs> upset about. You just talked about Artanis phase-swapping with the doctor giving birth to him, the doctor going up inside Artanis' mother and her dying from it, and Bo's like, That's not Tassadar, that's (laughs) Artanis.
2: That's right, that's what I did. You totally did. You know, you you described that whole thing, I was just thinking about Mortal Kombat 11 fatalities. Did you guys see the um, the Cassie Cage one? No. No, I haven't seen it yet. So uh, You'll have to see it for yourself, but she just basically runs at the dude and shoots him a whole bunch Mm. and shoots out both of his kneecaps. Oh. And then kicks the guy so hard in the crotch that the upper half splits and his skeleton comes flying out. The top. Oh my gosh! I have to <laughs> it, see this. It, it, it's so good. Uh, the, the fatalities this time around are like they're in, like God came down and although, said, "I'm going to bless you with inspiration." Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. F-
0: spoilers, everybody. <laughs> uh, spoilers for the
2: fatalities. They're literally spoiling them, so I don't. To i'm gonna show the chat
0: room this i won't have any well uh, yeah i won't put any audio on it but oh there she is okay it's at the end of it oh she fights first right okay so that yeah, answers I the question it. we had about whether she was coming back or not She's clearly coming back right. I don't what's know, with I'm her weird
1: it. outfit did she have like something crazy happen i don't know
0: also she i heard weird. some really good things about the mocap tech in this game
2: uh, yeah. so all the story
0: yeah, stuff is killed
1: at least three
3: people,
2: <laughs> which video are you looking at? Cause you got to look at the reveal on the official site. I think this official...
3: is
1: the right one. I it's showing it's Cassie a... fighting a bunch of
2: people. Is, is, it, is it, is it fighting Kano?
1: Currently? Yes. Well, this one,
2: she but made a should, heart. It should only be, it should only be Kano the whole one through. Oh, this is different then, but
1: she oh, did well, a really she...
0: good
2: fatality at the end where
0: she oh, made yeah, a I smiley face. A yeah. She knocks his heart out, goes inside of his guts and then makes a heart with her hands.
2: No, that's not the one.
0: Still yeah, pretty that's gross. That's what I'm talking about. Still pretty gross.
2: <laughs> anyway. It's the wrong one. We, All right. We, we lose. We lose. Okay. Uh,
1: well, so Spoilers for a different fatality, the one we didn't describe. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what
2: that fatality was.
1: Yeah, you, you <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it. Bo. Did we spoil a thing that you didn't even ask about before you spoiled <laughs> it for us? Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway mortal kombat 11 looks fantastic yeah and it looks really good hey, you really you, you really
2: get upset about the spoiler conversation really
1: excited to see what that fatality is.
0: I know, i'm excited as well it'll be it'll be a lot of fun there's anyway no watch for that
1: uh
0: you, you said go. uh you said one comment or in here it says one comment from the dev confirmed they are less scared about making bold cha- changes to balance now one would assume because there's no htc to tune for so that's- uh
2: yeah that's right they made a statement to that effect so that Seems to confirm, you know, if people are theorizing like, "Wow, these changes are crazy because maybe there's no hgc They confirmed, uh, they confirmed that. Yeah, yeah. Rusty uh, Nail says, "Don't go full Patrick."
0: I don't know what that means.
2: Don't go full Patrick. Oh, a, is
0: uh, I guess Patrick's super hardcore on the spoilers or something. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Patrick's a smart guy. Yeah, yeah, he is a smart guy. I'll go full Patrick any day.
0: There are also a lot of... A, a, I'm noticing here and there comments in the chat about the Division 2 beta. It was... It is fun. I'm more excited about... There's two reasons I'm excited about the Division 2, by the way. It's all totally separate s- subject real quick, but... Um, part of it is Anthem tanked for me mm-hmm. and may return. You know, we'll see how it does in the future. I'm not I'm not counting it out. Maybe in three years that's when you get in because we just talked about how sometimes games are better later. Uh, but... Playing that beta made me think that this that might be the shooter looter I want, and I don't like that term either, but I'm using it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Of all the shooter looters, that might be the one I'm most interested in at this moment. I know it sucks. Quicker,
1: it's even worse. I know it. I don't know, man. I don't know if you could pay me to play that game. Really? Yeah.
0: Why? Why not? Boring enemies. No, that's it's just dudes. It's better now, though. No, it isn't. There's wacky enemies now.
1: No, they're like, well, this one attached uh, couch cushions to him, so naturally he'll be a bullet spot.
0: <laughs> that's from the first game. This game has like legit bosses that are like, well,
1: I want to see a lizard man.
0: Okay, if that's what you're I saying, one
1: lizard man before I'm interested. If you want a big
0: creaturey thing, then yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I think there's a, I think there's a real market for people that are like, I got my real guns. I got my real grenades. I'm going to fight a real dude. And mm-hmm. he's tougher for these three, four reasons. And he's in a tank and I got to disable the tank. And then I got to kill him. Like, I think there's a place for that.
1: They're called Republicans. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Send your emails to John. <laughs> don't send them
1: to me. Send them to the show. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fine. We'll take him.
1: <laughs> and then a blanket statement to Scott. I don't want to hear so about them. <laughs> what, what
2: What did you like about the division two? I like I like how
0: that game plays. I like the rhythm of it. I like the shooting. I like the feeling of taking stuff down and getting loot for it. It's very...
2: I saw you were playing
0: Wildlands.
2: Oh, also... Wildlands is a military shooter too, right? Yeah,
0: I also like Wildlands a lot. I mean, I have to admit, I like the Tom Clancy stuff. I just do. I always have.
1: Guess when I got into Wildlands Mm. or into the idea of it? What? When? When they added the Predator.
0: Oh, I was... I thought maybe you got into it when I shot that helicopter down and it landed in the river because that was awesome. That's all
3: right. That's pretty
1: good.
0: It's a it's a really if you like stealthing around and taking out a whole bunch of dudes uh, one by one as you try to br- uh, bust into their like
2: hideout. It's... So would you say it's like Crisis, like the first Crisis game and Crisis Warhead?
0: Oh, like, do you actually like
1: that?
2: Kind of maybe. I mean, Crisis had this super
0: power suit thing, which is this is yeah, much but more it's realism the same idea. based. It's a lot more realism-based, but it's a very big open world. Uh, I also like how Wildlands has been supported since it launched. They've been crazy support of that game, and there's always something new coming out. They have seasons and all of that. You can play 100% solo if you want with your little AI teammates, or you can go load up with friends, Uh, but it's different than The the Division. The Division is like – I don't know how to explain this, the difference between the two – the different the the division is this idea that's well it's 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 destiny but okay. in, in third person and with a more realistic tone so when you um, when
2: you loot like special guns what do they do they do anything oh is there any fun, like,
0: sh- sure like uh but it's but it's I, I get where you're headed here like you're not gonna find anything that every bullet you shoot uh, also shoots a skull or you know something dumb like that. <laughs> like you'll excuse
1: me something <laughs> cool like that how dare you no,
0: well, no like you would you would have uh, uh you'd pick up a gun where every shot would can penetrate steel or something uh okay. it's a little more down to earth but it's also you know it's meant to make you go ooh, this purple gun has got this and this and this like it's a loot thing you get special mm-hmm. ammo You you get rad little like a turret that i can throw like a grenade, and when it lands, goes doo, 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 and transforms into a turret and fights for me. And like so, there's some stuff that's future tech-ish,
2: but but it's grounded in a military realism. Yeah, you know, like there's science fiction element to it, but mostly it, mostly it realism. appeals to that audience. That's there's who that wants audience.
0: exactly. That's who wants this.
2: Yeah. And, um, and you I, like military shooters? I do.
0: I do. I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. I've always liked a nice methodical, slow paced sort of not that that game slow paced, but you know, like the traditional.
2: Um, well, so it's a loot shooter, but with that um, that approach to the game, rather yeah. than you know, as John says, it doesn't have a lizard folk in it. I'm out. Yeah. But like you, you, you know, you're like, well, military shooters—they don't want lizard folk in their game because they want to, sure. you know, sure. emulate some sort of real combat situations in their video games. I I guess, mean, I'm assuming.
0: I would, I would prefer. How do I put this? If, so, if, if Overwatch was one of these kind of games, yeah. co- co-op looter shooter it'd be in i'd be in heaven it'd be so much fun uh if if uh apex legends had a game like this it would be so much fun a a co-op game in the destiny vein would be amazing because those those games are more like um uh, they're like what john's asking for but you know like it's it's there's some realism, but it's mostly not, <laughs> you know, like it's just mm-hmm. a big, fun, ridiculous, you know, Marvel Comics sort of time. Uh, but that Tom Clancy name is worth a lot. And a lot of people play those games and I happen to like them. Uh, but I know it's not for everybody, but I think that game's going to do really well. The first game launched and was disappointing in some ways or in a lot of ways for a lot of people. They tuned that thing out over the years and it, right now it's in really good shape. This game seems to want to address a lot of those issues, including John's about the kind of bosses you fight. Um, they won't be lizard
2: men. I but- put a garbage <laughs> lid on my head. <laughs> It'll be more than that.
0: It will not just be guys <laughs> with garbage lids on their head. What's a garbage lid? What
2: is that even?
1: Apparently armor. Oh,
2: like what Oscar has on his head? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying uh, Oscar, oh, but even oh. that would be too fantasy for the game. Yeah, so it would no. be. It would be. So um, then, yeah, yeah, it's cool okay. though. I like it. Like All it. right. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Uh, Chen's also getting a rework. Oh, oh right, good. Heroes of right. the Chen.
1: Storm. <laughs> I both. So Chen. The most
2: exciting part about this. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I asked. I wanted to find out about it. Then we got a we got a tirade about not having fantasy monsters in division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's, it's fine. okay. Now let's talk so
1: about what we do here.
2: About, yeah. But uh, Chen is Kung getting Kung a rework. Oh good, your yeah. favorite and beer. They mentioned. Yeah. They said the results have been dot 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 staggering. So I think he's getting staggering from World of Warcraft. Wait, sta- staggering? What do you mean? Damage staggering. So it means like you... There's also a gem that does this in Diablo Three, um, Like 30% of the damage instead of taking it will be a dot. And But monks in World of Warcraft also have a way to clear stagger damage under certain conditions. So it made it sound like they're going to work some of the tanky mechanics from... from world of warcraft into the chen kit and i'm actually excited for that i like playing a playing the, the the monk master no the drink master the monk the brewmaster.
3: master the
2: mon- <laughs> i like playing the brewmaster in wow it's actually i think out of all of it it's the most fun of the three picks in my opinion even though i mostly played windwalker um so i'm looking forward that was the big news for me it's like chen rework what yeah so you love chen i'm happy about that i love you when you yeah. play chen chen's good what's wrong good. with chen and the last little bit is also with the start of the new Team League, Hero League, the first season where they're, they're mashed. Yeah. The new reward structure that we talked about that isn't just participation will be in there. It almost sounds, not battle passy, but, you know, winning and losing will matter. And I know they have a sensibility about quests because I think universally the last event, like seasonal event of the game was applauded and enjoyed by people so they could take those ideas and apply them to your ranked season and i don't know if that's what they're going to do but my instinct's telling me why wouldn't they yeah why not so anyways that's all coming there's your heroes news and your division 2 nice news. i think that's <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome also uh apex
0: legends hit 50 million players i felt like we knew this was coming but now it's been confirmed they put out a little video about it
2: uh they... The video was good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. Like I didn't know you could stick uh, one of the electric grenades to a teammate and then have the teammate walk into the enemy team and kill them. I didn't know that either until I saw that video.
3: That's
1: amazing. I yeah. didn't watch the video, so I just learned that, and that sounds super cool. Yeah,
2: it's I mean, real good. That's what's really fun about that game is all the little things you discover that are not... that nobody knows right now about that game that are pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, did someone just, that electric one sticky. I don't even know how to stick it on someone. I don't think I've ever done that. Also they showed yeah,
0: know... somebody through 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 Wraith's portal a uh a
2: That's person. an execution. She has an execution, oh. legendary one where she throws she throws a dude into his portal. I think that guy was just freaking out cuz maybe he didn't know that was a thing and he's just watching and losing his mind.
0: Also I but, didn't, I'm just watching uh, Reminding me again I'm watching Pathfinder use his use his uh thing his what's it called? is a uh, hook hook, uh, hook to pull people like Draffle. freaking scorpion
2: style over to him that's crazy i didn't know yeah, that. I mean, he could drop them in the hole he drops the guy in the hole in that thing and I was like oh you could do that no idea <laughs> well
3: yeah
2: you, you I think you also pull yourself to them and they, you pull them to them so you kind of meet in the middle but you can drop it or cancel it yeah I'm not sure
0: yeah they also but, claim uh, it's some some the, like uh, 90
2: billion pings or something yeah and they claim that someone got a kill with a mozambique what?
1: <laughs> the it tells of one
2: at one point. <laughs> they show a video of a guy getting a kill with a Mozambique, and they're like one Mozambique kill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're really having a good time with this game. I really appreciated that video. It was funny. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. And they got a they got a new hero coming
0: pretty quick. Probably two. They talked about doing two at a time. Every time they do it, their battle pass is now coming out on the twelfth. Uh, oh. So a lot happening over there, and uh, it's good to see. Good to see One of them, them will be a guy
2: uh, named Octane.
0: Indeed. And I heard, I can't confirm this because I haven't gotten in there, but I heard uh, in chat room maybe we can confirm this, but uh, Fortnite already has a, they put a ping system in in response to Apex, and it's there, uh,
1: of course. I, I don't know if it's actually in, but they, they've been talking about how they found these vans that look like respawn vans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be a respawn mechanic, and then I also heard that the ping system was coming in, uh, if not already in, so... Well, these guys aren't
0: stupid, you know. They know they gotta keep, they gotta, they gotta do what they ended up doing. Like when they hit, that was about hitting fast, hitting hard, taking advantage of it, and it was going to be up to PUBG to keep up. And PUBG didn't. PUBG is its own thing, and it's fine, right? But it didn't, it didn't keep up, and maybe didn't need to, but it didn't keep up in that way. Apex is a direct blow at the feet of Fortnite, and so they have to react. Or they or they end up PUBG-ing
2: it. Yeah, yeah, can't they just take their money and just be happy they got away with the bullshit they did and <laughs> move on? <laughs> like companies are so annoying. It's like let's start a game store in the epic It's just just take the money and like take a vacation. You did good. Like <laughs> chill out.
1: PUBG's new uh promo, did you see what that is? No. They partnered with uh what's that Blue Hole. Oh. The no the <laughs> It's one of those MMOs where everybody wears skimpy clothes.
0: Oh, uh, no, I did see this. Uh, it's I played it. Uh, v- uh, v- not Vega, Virga, v- uh, v- va- va- ver- Vagina. What Terra, Terra, Terra.
1: Terra. Yeah, I played yeah.
0: Terra when it launched. They're doing a the PUBG
1: Terra crossover. Well,
0: Blue, that's- Blue Hole or whoever Blue Hole got bought by, uh, they all run that, that Korean MMO. And that it old. looks, it is the weirdest crossover. It's basically all of their weird characters in that MMO, including the weird, skeevy, sexy ones, all dressed in, like, loose ties, rolled up sleeve, white button downs, like the the PUBG look. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. dumb. It's dumb. John's right. It's dumb.
3: <laughs>
1: it's so funny. It's you pretty... got to find your niche. 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 niche Is good, you guys? Philosopher. It's
2: t- video games. Is any good? No. I know I played it for a little bit, and I was like, I want to have time for this. No, like- wow's better. <laughs> okay. Like, it's one of I those I just like games- the idea of uh, having an action game, you know, as opposed to hotkeys.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Well, I mean, if you're going to... I think the best example of that is probably either ESO in its current state, okay. which is way more action. Like, it's aiming and, you know, it's like that. Uh, and then the other one would be... Um, oh, the... Uh, oh, geez. Um yeah, what's it called? the The D and D one. Um, it's uh, the Neverwinter. Neverwinter, the Neverwinter Mo, uh, MMO one, the free to play MMO game. Yeah, I think oh, it's yeah. that's Winter. very aim and shoot and and all that. Although as
1: well. I gotta tell you guys, I have had it in my cart in Steam multiple times. I think I might get into Final Fantasy XIV.
0: I keep being told that I'm dumb that I'm not.
1: I've heard it's so good, and there are things I like about it. There are things I liked about it when they tried it with eleven or whichever the original online one was. So I don't know. I'm tempted. I think I might give it a go. I am also tempted. Final Fantasy fourteen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The MMO Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. A lot of people love that game. I have the base game. I don't. I I remember the launcher being weird, so I got chicken. Didn't play it because it seemed people
2: are saying it's really good right now.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. what I've been hearing too.
3: It's
1: got another expansion coming. That whole document on how they re or documentary that uh Noclip did on how they remade it was fascinating. Yeah. That was extremely good.
0: Yeah. Also, so. I don't know if it's a once in a lifetime thing, but the fact that they could turn a game like that around like that,
2: it's kind of staggering. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind and of what we're talking about though, right? A like, little bit at least the top of the show, it's mm-hmm. like you know, game launches, like, whatever. Like, that's that's not the most newsworthy part of any game's life, I think, unless it, like, shoots up, like, Apex or something. Like, right.
0: Fortnite. I mean, I will say, as long as we're just throwing out MMOs that we think are okay, uh, I still think Guild Wars 2 is pretty awesome. I just wanted to say that for the record.
1: Yeah. I wanted to play that again. Earth they Those people, they just had huge layoffs there, too. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, I don't. Were they huge? I don't
2: remember what happened there. Was it bad? No, that. Yeah, yeah, there was the. It was a recent. It was like a few weeks ago, I think they announced yeah. big layoffs. Uh, I don't like that. Like significant layoffs.
0: It's an it's a neat MMO with all kinds of neat ideas, and some of which WoW implemented with like uh, level stuff or uh, what do you call it? Um, we call like that area one?
1: quests, like zone events and stuff. Zone like events, that. area quests. But oh, then, level scaling. Level scaling.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was definitely in a, uh, a Guild Wars two innovation. I'm missing. they're not the first but it was a really well imp- implemented thing anyway that's what's going on there and then vermin tide 2 is getting an expansion well this is of interest to us because yeah. someone's got to fight for know. sabon or what's the guy always yelling
2: s- s- uh... victor Saltspire. yeah but what's he always yelling f- f- uh,
0: by sigma. sigma 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 yeah we're gonna i guess we'll play that Cause why? Yeah. So
2: well, we we need to get back to playing that because like that game is really fun and it's a game I pretty much only reserve for when we're all available to play. Right.
0: Yeah. Same. I'm not gonna. Uh, I did a little solo in there and I did some with some randos. Sure. The randos was a bad experience because uh, they were dicks. Uh, your mileage may vary, but playing with you guys in there is l- but like that a game blast. is
2: not so. It's not like a WoW where it's like, well, talk to us when you have a max level character C in two months. Like it's very you know like you're getting the game at any level so it's okay to not have to because i did level up the dwarf so i could tank and it was yeah like you said it was pretty boring just playing by myself it wasn't as much fun as it was with friends what
0: did they yeah. say about, oh, oh what's endless end game what is that infinite end
2: game Never well, that's the, the new expansion that they're adding to the game so basically the way that the game works is you just play the levels and you just play harder versions of the levels like right. that's all there is to it right so now what they're doing is, and from what I read a little while ago, so my memory might be hazy, um, they're adding variants to the level. So it's a little more Diablo-y, where you're not going through the level the same way, and things might be changed around. Yeah, There'll be mutators, and there'll be reasons to get loot and to do things. so that Because right now, the way the game plays, you just play the same levels over and over again. They're just harder. And right. it's a fun experience, but as we know from endgame, People don't stick around when it's just the same levels over and over and over again. So, right, right. and it's adding beastmen. Yeah. They look yeah. pretty cool. Yeah.
0: I don't even know what one is, but I'm excited.
1: It's like a like a minotaur.
0: It's
2: like a minotaur but in this style. So they're scary and bloody and full of boogers and gross.
0: <laughs> well, they're wait, full of boogers. All right, but then, but they are also uh, it's specific to the vermintide lore and the Warhammer lore. These guys yes. like this is a. Yes. Well, known. I'm sure
2: there's models you could get of the beast, men.
0: Yeah. War it's Hammer. like the rats. Like when you hear rats, you go, what? Rats? Really? What's the big deal? But those, scar- what are they called? Scarvins? Sk- Skippies? Skaven. 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 They're like legendary in the Warhammer uh, world, man. They're like a huge deal. So if you're a Warhammer tabletop fan, you knew all about the Skaven 30 years ago. Before Sigma wiped them out or whatever happened.
1: I knew about the Skaven before they were cool.
2: <laughs> John does it really well. Here, I, I put a an art concept art from Warhammer or product art. Oh, you what did? They look like, yeah, in the Discord.
0: Oh, yeah, there they are. They look good. And they're on this uh, PC mag uh, thing. Anyway. The big one only has one eye. We'll be playing that. Probably streaming it. So watch for it. Real quick. Here's what we're playing this week. I, uh played a lot of wow. Hey, by the way, best wow. game ever. I've always, uh, you know, been playing wow since freaking alpha friends and family. So, it's been a part of my life in a pretty heavy way for a very long time. However, it's only recently that I've appreciated its ability to be the perfect thing to do while you're on a boring ass business call. <laughs> no offense to anybody who's listening who I have been on a business call with lately, but <laughs> It's so easy to passively go do like emissary quests and world quests and stuff and pay full attention to the call and get everything we need to get done and taking notes and all that and alt tab and do all that like piece of cake. I just had the volume all the way down. So you didn't hear it is great. So World of Warcraft still playing it because, you know, WoW's always there for me uh, and I've been playing outlast two only on stream and only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that thing is scary as shit. And I don't recommend it to anybody. It's the scariest game. Ever. I, look, those other two games, scary. All right. Resident Evil 7 is a scary video game. Uh, freaking, what was the other one? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, Soma, very scary. Soma. Uh, unsettling, cool, well made narrative sort of focus game. Outlast 2, horrifying and full of some of the most disturbing imagery and language and ideas. Even just the the flavor text scattered around the world in letter form that you pick up and just read for just for flavor text, just horrifying stuff. And I'm, I feel like I'm in the race for my life in that game and I hate it, but I'm playing it because I promised I would and someone bought it
2: for me. So Outlast 2. That's a two. game that seems like you might not play on your own. Like, that's oh, like a streaming, no way. No like, way. streaming can increase the enjoyment of games as well as make them less fun, I find. This one is and making it, this one's actually, the streaming's making
0: it possible. Because otherwise, not a chance.
2: Well, because you know there's good coming from your suffering. You're putting mirth and humor and goodwill out into the world by right. volunteering yourself. Anyone playing a scary game, that's got to be the the thing that you're thinking. Like, I don't want to play this. I'm scared. Yeah. I'll give you a but taste. People are enjoying
0: this. Here's just a taste of a few screams in a very short section of the game. All right. so Here you go. <laughs> go, go, go.
2: There's more. Get
3: down! Get down! Shit! Get down! Ah! Ah! Ah!
2: God. I Ah!
0: <laughs> it's so scary, and all of that is I don't involuntary. Know, I feel a little
2: bit bad hearing that. Like you maybe chat room, you... you've had your fill, and your on. <laughs> No, I still want him
0: to play Evil too. It's really scary. I can't do another scary game for a while. When this one's done, I'm probably I don't know where I am in it, but there's not that much left. I hope. Mm-hmm. I got it. I need there's a break. Al- there's
2: always another game the chat room's going to find for you to play. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know, but I'm gonna switch on over to like I, you know what i need to do is i need to get more time in the uh, dra- uh, dra- what the hell is it called dragon, dragon quest 11 Dragon so, quest yeah slimes slime quest game is super fun <laughs> and light-hearted and silly and and great maybe i'll do that i don't know let's we'll have to figure At
1: some point scott we will set aside time and we will <sighs> go through resident evil 2 remake together
0: Okay, and might do it if you. Have a good it, time. Yeah, if you're there with me, like we did with seven and, uh, for our brief run through that, maybe.
1: I'll do that, and then I can give you help because I've played it a lot, and you'll get through it quick. It's a short game.
0: Can I do my first we- run as high of as as low poly uh, Leon S yeah. Kennedy? Yeah. It's My first run. Can I do, can I get Thomas the Tank Engine my first run?
1: I think you should probably actually appreciate yes. mr x first but okay you can go to t- you can graduate to thomas the tank engine <sighs> i don't know why toot, i want to
2: toot. do this to myself again all does right the music actually play in the mod or is that just in the yeah video? I mean,
1: I th- well supposedly the music plays in the mod I yeah it
2: does i watched the stream and it was totally it made me feel good i have good memories of it my little brother used to like to watch it and th- so i'd sit with him and watch it thomas
0: the, the tank home. engine yeah Mm. yeah it was kind of a weird thing though didn't that have uh ringo in it or or am i remembering that Uh, wrong
2: for a time it was ringo star and then george carlin oh right as well the conductor they were conductors right (laughs) what a weird thing all right Um, it was weird but i'm glad it happened I'm glad it exists
0: all right uh oh and then the witcher 3 which just is great and i'm Finally, I'm mainlining the story in a way that's not as distracting. I'm like I, I get so caught up in side quests in that game, and I'll go. I plan to go back and do all the awesome stuff possible because they're amazing side quests. It isn't just filler. But I'm going to mainline that thing. I'm enjoying it. It's good to be back in that so, world.
2: Um, have you picked a? Have you picked a relationship?
0: Uh, I like Triss, and it's hard for me to mm-hmm. talk to too many other girls, but her.
2: Oh, and I did. Well, are oh, you, I got- are you far enough to that you had? Because you don't have to pick, you know, in that game. No.
0: Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: That's
0: true, but here's the thing. Are you are
2: you far enough that we can talk about this, or is it spoiler for you?
0: Uh, it's spoiler for
2: me. Don't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> now I'm on both sides for a game that came out in 2015. <laughs> it. Did you want it, do you want to know? No, uh, I don't want to know. Good that game gets?
0: I don't want to know about that, but I do know this. I didn't know, for all this time I played it, when I played it in 2015, and all the time I played since, I didn't know that those brothels... Had ladies in it that you could go up to and give thirty gold to, and then you'd go have your fun. I didn't know
2: that. Yeah. Well, there's a poor one and there's a rich one.
0: Oh well, I, is thirty gold the poor one? I don't know. I just thirty wanted gold. Is,
2: you went to the poor one. The rich one. I think it's more. I think it's more in the rich one. Also, it's where you can you can play in a Gwent tournament. Great. Uh, it's like a Magic the Gathering it's a whole quest like no, I- and remember this is the, this is The Witcher 3. It's not a it's not a stupid lame ass oh here's a tournament just spend time here if you want to do it. It is a full-on quest with intrigue and and I felt like I was at a pre-release for a Magic the Gathering event. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It was how, so good. How deep they go? Have you that. played? Have you played the?
2: Gwent I haven't quest? done. I played Gwent,
0: but I haven't played You've the. You've probably quest. gotten the notice.
2: You've probably gotten the notice. Yes. There's a you know high stakes Gwent tournament when you have a good deck coming. And, and it oh, makes, me play that quest. Play. makes me want to play. It makes me want to play.
0: Everybody in Gwent is my biggest problem with that game. I'll walk up to yeah. uh, a talking dog and he wants to play Gwent. Like,
2: everybody yeah, wants
0: Gwent. I didn't hate Gwent so bad, i
2: <laughs> the music's great as soon as the gwen music comes on i'm like yes it's gwen time i
0: can't do gwen but i but i do love that game and i'm gonna keep playing so there's that i'm, I'm pretty good at gwen my collection's
2: pretty big yeah
0: but so, here's yeah. what's and funny I'm not to
1: brag or anything but i got a pretty brag sweet anything, i got collection. a pretty sweet gwen
0: here's time. the embarrassing thing though while i was doing that is he here
1: Nick, yeah. ask no. me about my deck
0: he <laughs> <laughs> i i went into that brothel and talked to that lady and and we're all just standing around watching this. I didn't know. I thought it was a quest. I didn't know. So. Oh. Oh.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah. So I give her you the did. 30. It's I give okay. her the 30 gold. That's and fine. I thought that man was going to go in the back room. And she's going to give me some deep intel on where I could go kill a beast or something. I didn't know. Uh, Instead, well, I, I take random. So you, you slay a
2: certain kind of beast. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Since he got into botany, has Scott ever been so surprised <laughs> by a promiscuous encounter?
0: But I go back in this room, and she, you know, uh, freaking random Tiffany, whoever she was,
2: because you showed showed her your Gwen deck. It goes
0: full, (laughs) full blown like the hoo ha goes. It goes all in, and I was like, "All right, everyone out, we're done. I'm not. We can't watch this.
1: Let's go." What's downstairs? (laughs) Ah, just Scott looking at his porno tapes.
2: So I haven't done that. What you did? Yeah. Um, I was tempted. they're attractive ladies, but uh, I want to stay true <laughs> to my love in that game mm. and also that game has a nasty habit of of having your decisions bite you in the ass oh yeah who's
1: your love or is that the spoiler?
2: well I don't wanna well you I mean everyone knows in that game it can't be trip it can't be Siri but there are choices it can't be Siri. i went on i went. I actually went on a long tirade about about that game on the gamers in with Ryan Murphy yeah and he invited me on that's all I talked about for an hour he's a good Canadian um, I like that Canadian he's good so so have you romanced have you full on romance Tris?
0: no we just had a
2: moment so oh you you could have totally boned her there uh, no, in I think moment? I
0: did. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of Yennefer at the beginning because that was just a gimme. Oh, right? no, no, no. So,
2: but Triss, have you, like, closed a deal with Triss no, at all? Or no, no,
0: no, no. I just have okay. done some work with her. Because she keeps telling me to come back. and It's
2: spoilery, but you need to know there are points in the game where you can clo- you can show them your Gwent deck. <laughs> and- <laughs> but you have to play it right. You have to actually seduce them yeah. or it doesn't happen. Right. So it could be a spoiler, but you could be way past that point where that happens. And you never, you know, got to play Gwent. What's well, who was the,
0: the who was the blonde? Um, you know, have you seen that clip I put up where she farts? Yeah, yeah. Whoever you she...
1: can play Gwent with her and still play Gwent with somebody else?
0: Okay,
2: yeah, you're, that's um, what's 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 she called? What's her name? Uh, the she's wizard, wizard Tree Wizard. I liked Laura. her a
1: lot. I actually liked her more than. She just walks around, around with her shirt like... off,
2: and she's like, "Hi, girl."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I like this character. She's Come great. join me in the tub. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, wait, what about the lady that was uh, had the little dream creature that was keeping her asleep and having nightmares? Um, well, all the women uh, in this game uh, have their shirts open. They're all walking around looking for no, a good time.
2: Just, just the brothels. Uh, some of them, though.
0: Like, you go to well, her house, and she's like, oh, uh, come on in, Geralt. And I'm like, dude, put on a... Just put some pants on. What are we doing? Yeah, here? what a way to.
2: Yeah, no, she's great. Uh, what, what's her name? I can't remember her name. I There's can't someone either. Someone in the chat room. What's her name? Could I
0: have made? Could I name. have made
2: her my my dearest? Or no?
0: You know who um, I liked, but yes. she
1: was not romanceable. Yes. Okay. And it's at the beginning, so it's not a spoiler. Is that herbalist lady in the tutorial area?
0: Oh yeah, I liked her. She was I nice. I liked her a lot. Yeah. 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 See, I uh-huh. make my decisions kind of like John is. I'm looking for the nicest girls in the game.
1: I know, I was like, she was very nice. Yeah, I liked her. I like her. I will now go romance her. <laughs> What's her name? What's her name? But she in was my nice. case... She had a trade. She was intelligent. Mm-hmm. She was a woman of industry and business. She and, put Geralt
2: uh... through college if you needed
0: to. <laughs> yeah,
1: she... Kyrametz. Kira Kira I liked her, too.
0: Though. Yeah, she was good, too.
2: Um, well, it, no, she's the one with the shirt open when you meet her, and she's like, oh, hello, Geralt. Oh, that's one of, like, you know, 20. she's
1: just full on in a magic tub when you meet yep. her she's oh, just right. like come on up and get in the tub
2: yeah that's right she was super into it but she she's she is the, you can definitely show her your Gwent deck mm-hmm. <laughs> but at a certain point if you miss the opportunity then you don't get it yeah can I okay it's up to you whether you want to how about not. the actor chick at the so I I actually bring it back I save scum to that i I did they played Gwent with her and I was like actually I don't think I should have done that yeah uh because Reasons. If you keep saying and... played Gwent, do you mean actually played Gwent? Or no, you, even... you
1: can play Gwent with her no. bow and still have a happy ending.
2: <laughs> no, I I know that, I know that, but I I felt like I don't know. I felt like I didn't want to do it, like narratively. Like I just right, I felt like you wanted to be true. I just wanted to see the boobies. I mean, if I'm being honest, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you <laughs> if we're being honest, I was like, I want to see the simulated 3D sex scene. Let's yeah. do this. Have you, have you so heard um, it? So that's what yeah. I mean by playing Gwent, Scott. I okay. mean, um, it's euphemistic. So I get, it. get older. Uh, sometimes they
0: Sometimes a when a mommy loves a daddy, they pull out their Gwent decks. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway. Sometimes they
1: just want to play Gwent. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, right.
2: so, so, so yeah, she's romanceable. All right. That's PC way of that's, saying it. That's
0: good to know. I will keep my eyes the, open. I said it the Xbox way, which I is feel like less we've friendly. either
1: clarified or made things far more confusing. Can
0: I romance Doodoo? Can I romance Doodoo? Do you remember Doodoo? Oh, wait, he's <laughs> doodoo. he's the little uh, he's a little um, uh, I don't know if he's a dwarf or a gnome. I mean, he's like a gnome. We're, oh
2: i know what you're talking about yeah yeah he's the um, dandelion's friend
0: yeah dandelion's little buddy who oh, was like
2: i love dandelion so much <laughs> oh, Dan, have you rescued
0: dandelion no i'm almost there though oh when gonna. you meet
2: him you're gonna love that man yeah he's, dandelion is the one of the greatest npcs of all time oh good i'm very excited uh, about that but doodoo but can uh, I, can no I... no doodoo you can't
0: okay i can't romance doodoo <laughs> No. That game wants Doodoo me to take him seriously because like, Geralt will go. We've got to somehow go out and find Doodoo. I'm like, shut up, you're not serious. <laughs> Don't
1: be serious about a guy named Dudu. You can't. Dudu makes me feel like Bo won a contest to put an NPC in Witcher Three. <laughs> uh, Mr. Schwartz, we're
0: happy to announce you were the winner of the drawing. To announce Dudu, his I name is
2: I had a character named Lala. So that's true. So the a... same number of syllables and letters. Doo-doo. Bok bok, dude. <laughs> bok bok, dude. <doo-doo. laughs> <laughs> bok bok, dude and lala walk into a bar. Bok bok,
1: dude, lala is actually a story that bok bok would tell somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: That
0: sounds right <laughs> you to could me.
1: Understand his language. Well, man, speaking. I
2: could talk about Witcher Three Romance all day. I know you yeah, could.
0: So. Well, instead, we should talk about John's re-sparked romance with XCOM Two. You're playing that again, eh?
1: Uh, it's not as fascinating as it sounds. Here's what happened. I got the urge after last week to play some XCOM 2. I installed it. I opened it up. I decided to start building my character pool because I like it when my friends are in there. Friends and uh, fictional characters, basically. So I, see, I took two days uh, to fill up my character pool. Um, and then I, after those two days were up, I decided to finally play the game. I started playing it. I did two missions and thought, eh, maybe it's not time for more XCOM two yet. Mm. So I devoted three days to two missions and a decision to maybe play something else. But Wow. Wow. Okay.
0: I mean it was fun watching you fiddle with the character creator stuff, but it actually got me in the mood to play XCOM two, so I reinstalled it. I haven't touched it yet. But now hearing that do you're you
1: have I- the expansion.
0: I do. Okay. Yeah, expansion is good, right? Like supposed it's to be. It's
1: so good. Yeah. It changes that game in a in a major way that is just incredibly fun.
0: I'm coming late to it.
1: it's um, <laughs> a long pause. Yeah, uh,
0: very late. Uh, it was a late pause, long there was everything. Too
1: much talk about Gwent deck. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I finished Resident Evil 2 for a fourth time.
0: Shut up. How uh, are you done? Anybody- how-, how long is that game to run through once?
1: It's not that long. It's like like the first time I went through it took me six hours.
2: Okay. That's not
0: bad.
1: Oh my
2: god, six hours? I, I played Call of Duty's longer than that.
1: <laughs> is that real? Well, I mean it's <laughs> yeah, an old game. Think,
0: Structurally, it's like ancient. Like
1: Yeah, I I think it was six or seven hours, something like that on my first run through. Yeah. Um now, granted, that game is designed to be played at least twice. So, you know, you can extend that out to twelve. Yeah. Uh, but Yeah, I've now done Leon A, Claire B, Claire A, Leon B run throughs. And I also tried the DLC Um, and that DLC is free and it's kind of interesting, but it's not really for me. It's not what I like about the game. So I don't know how much time I'll put back into it. It's mostly just, hey, I don't know. We filled these spaces with a lot of enemies. Good luck. Yeah. So it's not necessarily my favorite thing. But uh, yeah, that game's good. And even though I've now beat it the requisite amount of times, uh, I think I might play it again at some point.
0: So that's 24 hours, roughly. Yeah. That you've given it so far. You'll give it another six, maybe five or six. Yeah. Five, probably, because you're fast now. Uh, That's amazing to me. I don't remember the last time I did that with a video game. Maybe back in SNES or Genesis days, where I would play something that many times over. There's just this
1: weird feeling that comes over you where it's like, I have to get through creatures that can darn near kill me in one hit. And there's three of them and I have no bullets right now. How am I going to make this work? And you do it and it's rewarding in and of itself. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I made it through. I got through this. That's, that's great. And I learned along the way and now I bet I could do it even better next time. And that's the thing that kind of keeps popping into my head is, Man, I could do it. I could do it even better the next time I play it. So it's it's just kind of motivates you to get right back in.
0: Well, Beau Schwartz and uh, the opposite of our clear uh OCD or what do we have? Not OCD. We have uh attention he, deficit to- disorder. You have you have OCD for Dr. I say Dungeon. playing
2: Resident Evil 2 four times through is Pretty committed. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. That's uh, a good point. I give props to John for his commitment to yeah. the resident I mostly, I mostly levy uh, that on myself. But we'll just, yeah. just in a new game announced from the makers of The Witcher, they're actually going to do another DLC for Witcher Three called Call of Duty call of Aww. doo-doo
3: i was <laughs> well genuinely
1: excited and then it turned into a fun joke and i liked it but i was actually disappointed call of i know
2: sorry to play with your emotions like that i think everyone wants
0: another
1: hey Twitter let me Twitter. tell you
0: about my most liked tweet of the day this thing got up in like three four hundred likes or something uh and the it was Elder just a, yeah it was a dumb joke about old man scrolling through his phone looking at facebook and it was called the Elder I Scrolls. i liked your art yeah the art was amazing. and then i did a comic later because it made me laugh but you never know what your dumb joke could do, Bo. Call of Doo it could be the next big hot meme on the gaming subreddit. It'll <laughs>
2: probably be a new Gwent expansion.
1: I no see.
3: They,
2: they actually announced.
1: announced. She's not even married.
2: They actually announced a new expansion for Gwent.
0: Can yeah. I romance one of those witch sisters in that oh, game? Why would you? The hags? Want to yeah, save the, the hags. hags. Can no. I take, like, especially well, the big. Not one? that I'm
2: aware. Of. Okay, there I've you. not looked much up about the game, but I did look up the romance part of the game because I wanted to know if I could date both of them. Yeah, and what the consequences would be. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I want to have a, I want to have a happier ending, so I'm not going to do that. All right,
1: Scott, um, why would you want to? There's I just, not. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to know if the
2: game will let me. That's all.
3: <laughs>
0: I don't I have no desire for any of the hags, but they are so those designs for those hags are amazing. Unbelievable. Like I don't no one's doing that work right now
2: in fantasy games. The one that left the biggest impression, did you do the Bloody Baron baby bit? Yeah. 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 That one got me
0: pretty good. Um and the whole just everybody's moly and sweaty and just they're, they look like they drank too much. Some of them, their noses are just like awful red colors that just look alcoholic, and and like their livers are about to flop out of their mouth. Like,
1: yeah, you feel like if you walk too close to him, something's just gonna squirt on you.
0: Yeah, that game's great at that. I hope, I hope their uh, cyberpunk thing twenty seventy seven is like that. You know, just everyone's just they're not just cyber implants in some guy's head. It's gonna be like infected and freaking just nasty skin all crusty around these little like implant points in his head and face that's what I want I want to romance him all right moving on um yeah, yeah.
2: sorry but dark is done sorry but you were gonna do yeah we kind of talked about a lot at the top of the show but um yeah. you're excited I put in I checked out I put in 36 38.8 hours in the last two weeks according to my steam profile good lord uh, which would be actually the last like four days so all right I've been playing no maybe five but I've been playing it a lot. Yeah. And um it's very good. No sign
0: no it. sign of stopping. I'm gonna keep going.
2: I'm gonna finish it through to completion. Like there's there's I'm at the point now where having played it and stopping is like the dumbest thing to do. Yeah. Like stopping it to play another game. Obviously if I have real life things that I should be doing, then yeah. stopping is a great idea. But <laughs> you know.
1: You keep telling yourself that, Bo, who was still playing when I went to bed last night.
2: Yeah. Do you eat? Are you eating? Like you're getting food?
1: <laughs> now it just turns into concerned parent talk.
3: Yeah.
2: I went to work. I uh, had a full work day. And then I came home and I played. I just played a little too late. Do you hear that guy's
0: voice in your head all the time? Just going, the freaking death is before us, yet perhaps yeah. light at the end of the day.
2: Like that guy just. All through the day, like I'm going uh, to the corner store and it's like, the corner store. <laughs> A place where refreshments can be <laughs> proffered for a he's price. Which is,
1: I just can't think today. The mind. The fragile. Fragile. the like Robin's egg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like everything. The whole day narrated by that guy.
0: Like a Robin's name, egg. He's Wayne so good. Jude. Death he's, my inches. He should be... He should narrate all things. He's so good. Mm, oh my gosh. Mm. I'm pretty excited about that sequel because the way they describe it, it sounds like a whole... Like they're aiming for it to be its own kind of experience which leads me to believe they just are going to do something different and that's exciting i don't know what it is but we'll see all right time for this hey listen do you like uh, there will be dungeons if you not have any idea what the hell that is well uh, let me help you out it's a great dnd show we just hit like a year of this thing didn't really even notice because we're having so much fun Uh, We play D&D. It's our own little custom campaign. Bo is our DM, has created this incredible world. And our characters each week go through all kinds of fuzzy-duzzy to try to find themselves on the other side of hardships and rough times. (laughs) So check it out. Uh, It's There Will Be Dungeons on Saturdays. And by the way, I don't know if this helps anybody, but, you know, Critical Role, really, the the D&D show to to beat there on the Internet. Uh, uh, One Liam O'Brien complimented our show once. So do you want to listen to a show that Liam? O'Brien I didn't O'Brien know that. Yes, he's complimented it. He listened the millionaire to it like Liam, Liam the, the role playing <laughs> millionaire Liam O'Brien. Don't tell him that. He hates that. There, look that all that money. I going wouldn't
2: to, say it except you know his Kickstarter did okay. Well, their Kickstarter, <laughs> it's not just his, and also well, their Kickstarter. The, I assume there's a million for each of them. There, the plan is, as
0: I understand it, is that just all going into production. That's what they told me. So they're just like everyone's going to get weird about this money, but we're just gonna make more and more, yeah. and more and more and more stuff so so
2: i, I it seems They're like it's good all folk i'm just making jokes so don't right. please don't so liam if don't you're tell listening liam. just tell, tell liam yeah i like him he's, he's, cool. he's great to him and of the
1: thank song. you for listening to our show at one point yeah yes. he, oh yeah what was the compliment
0: the compliment is he thought it was really good and he was super stoked that we were having so much fun so okay. good good that's yeah, a great compliment. he liked it a lot uh so if you want to find out why liam o'brien of the famous critical role liked it head on over to therewillbedungeons.com and subscribe today. You won't be sad. Finally, we have an email to take us out today. This is one email that came to us over at the site, frogpants.com slash core. You can also leave us voicemails at 801-47104, sorry, 4710462. <laughs> 801-471-0462. 801-471-0462. Breton says this, you all recently were discussing the first RTS game of all time. I believe the first Utopia or the first game was Utopia for the Intellivision. This was uh, released in 1981, and one of my very first game experiences. You and another player uh, each have an island and build schools, fishing boats, farms, soldiers, etc., on your corresponding island in real time. There are both turn-based and real-time elements, and I would personally consider it an RTS, as everything in uh, is technically happening all at once on the screen. Uh, The player with the most points at the end wins. It's a fun game and amazing for its time. You all should check it out. There are videos on YouTube if nothing else. Thanks. Breton or Brenton. Uh, I played Utopia and so when he sent this email I went, oh right, that probably is the world's first RTS. I was calling Doom that or Dune rather uh, for PCs and I think the Genesis had a version Uh, and I still say it's the closest to what we now think of as an RTS. But clearly Utopia was a big deal and broke a bunch of ground. And I should have given that credit last week when we talked about it. So good call. Uh, I've never Bridget. heard of
2: Utopia. It's
0: yeah, pretty cool. I mean, the Intellivision gameplay of it, it's yeah, janky and garbagey, but it's good. It's good.
1: I've got kind of ties into our opening discussion to bring it full circle. I've got a question for you guys before we call it a night. Mm. So we talked about going back to old games. I'm just curious if there is a level with which you don't like to go back to. So uh, I'll give you an example. I love games on the NES. That was the first console I ever owned um, or remember. It's not the first console I ever played because I I happen to know my parents had an Atari and stuff like that. But it's the first one I remember playing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love the NES. But when I go back and I do virtual console stuff on the NES and, and things of that nature, I tend to play it for the little boost to nostalgia. And then that's it. And that's really where my interest lies. I'm not really I don't really dive deep back into it. And for most games that are older than the NES, I don't have a ton of interest in going back to. So I kind of consider Super Nintendo kind of my cutoff where I will seriously get into an old game. What do you think that cutoff would be for you guys?
0: Oh man, it's probably the same for me, but I would also, there's a lot of arcade stuff I would look to. um, That's older than that. Like I would play at any given moment of the day. If somebody wanted me to, if, if there was an opportunity to play joust, I'd play it because I love joust and I still love it. And I have it, like in multiple forms in my house (laughs) like i I just love joust and i I can't get enough of it um but i feel similar ways about uh, like you do about the nes it just doesn't do it for me anymore um i can't explain it i still have some nostalgia for it clearly maybe mario brothers or something just for, for a kick but it's not the same uh if i go back and play a super nes game though or you know Genesis era, that kind of era, the 16-bit era. That's probably the place where I'm happy to like. I I could play through Super Metroid all again, or or Mario Super Mario World could totally play that through again. Yeah. Without even batting an eye. Bo, what about you?
2: I like to really get into how far would I go back? Yeah. I don't know if I'd really get into it, but I know I think about it often. I used to play when I was really young games on the VIC-20 and mm-hmm. the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. You'd do some of I don't know if I'd get into it, but I'm like, you know, I'd play, I'd try old ones from that era. I mean, you yeah. wouldn't mind seeing it, but you wouldn't like. I mean, I mentioned today I want to play a few old games like the Guardian. Before we recorded, I think I was thinking about Abadox and Guardian Legend mm-hmm. as like classic NES games that I wouldn't mind doing a full playthrough of again. Yeah. It's just if you go back farther, games you also you didn't play through River Raid. Right. <laughs> you just kinda played it till you got your hands your hands got sore, you got frustrated that you couldn't, you know, you could only get so far. Right. So yeah. yeah. I think that there's
0: nostalgia plays a huge role in this stuff, but like the NES classic that came out, I got that and I barely touched it. Uh the super NES classic, I've played multiple times, including once last week where I popped in and Played uh, a hockey game or whatever the hell it was. I don't remember now.
1: But. Yeah, that happened to me with that too. I started playing Secret of Mana just to get the nostalgia kick, and next thing I know, I was halfway through the game, looking up guides, trying to remind myself what to do. Yeah, it's
0: because so. it's. I don't know. There's a, there was a depth wall that we got over with that generation, that I don't think was there before. I mean, there we were We were, touch, we were t- tickling it with things like Legend of Zelda and things like that. But Kid, we, Icar- Kid Icarus was really. good. Oh, Icarus was great. I love that game was it called what was it called yeah kid icarus, kid icarus. Yeah, the yeah one where you went up
2: it was like one of the first NES
1: games i owned i have fond memories of that didn't oh, those reaper guys freaked me out though when i was a kid i was just terrified of those because they ran at you faster when you were on their level and that was what was freaky to me it was like oh geez he knows i'm here
0: yeah you know, it's all this is all first ringing scary game. it's making me want to play old games but then i'll probably get bored and go play the witcher uh, <laughs> That is uh, going to do it. And thanks for the email, Bretton. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, frogpants.com slash core. If you would like to contact us, that's also our website. And you're encouraged to go there and hang out. Uh, normally, we would have some games to play after the show today, but not today. I got some commitments I have to go take care of. So I will not be uh, able to be a part of it. Although you guys may still play and stream. I don't know. Are you going to do something?
2: Do you know? Do you know what you're doing? Uh, well, we decided to call off our foursome, I think. Because... Kristen needs bonus sleep tonight, so uh, I don't know, John. But mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I'm streaming just... anything, but, you know, we'll see. I might
2: play some Darkest Dungeon tonight. Yeah, I think that's
1: I might watch going. Bo play Darkest Dungeon while oh, I play
0: <laughs> I might put that on my phone where I'm going. I want to see Bo play that as well, because maybe watching you will help me approach that game in a better way or something.
2: Well, one of the things about streaming that game, first of all, because it's not an action game, you can actually kind of talk to chat. Yeah except the chat doesn't really talk that much. And I just narrate all my decision-making. So it's a lot of me looking at a menu going, I could use this ability, uh-huh. but if I use that, then I need to use this. And what about this trinket? No, 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 take yes. out the trinket. I'm going to use this trinket because I want to use this trinket with this trinket. And at one point I'm like, are you guys bored? <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just, my thought process out loud. I'm was like, blah, 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 about it. Like i basically have a spreadsheet in front of me. Yeah." I'll tell you what I
1: like about it, and honestly what I'm getting a little bit from it, is the art style in that game is so good, it does nothing but make me want to create Dungeons & Dragons characters. Oh,
0: absolutely. Every piece of
1: art in that game makes me want to make something in Dungeons & Dragons.
0: Yeah, it's such a unique, chunky, cool style. It's nothing like it really, actually. A lot of people try to copy it now, but it's a very unique look. You guys really uh, check it out, listeners, if you haven't uh, tried it. Don't take my crappy word for it, because I'm just scared of video games sometimes. That game's scary. But Bo knows. He knows. Uh, Go check it out. Uh, Hey, frogpants.com slash core. Patreon.com slash core show. Uh, Yeah, why do I bring that up? Because we need your support. That's how this show stays on the air. And uh, you going over there and supporting us will help us a lot. Patreon.com slash core show. And again, leave us voicemails. 801-471-0462. If you want to find us on Twitter, this show can be found at CorePod, C-O-R-E-P-O-D. Also, there's uh, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and, of course, Bo Schwartz. That's going to do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog
3: Pants Network.
0: Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Mm.